the invitation is, right? I don't actually want you to have the same beliefs as me. I want you to be like, oh yeah, okay, Lindsay, send me that recording because I want to learn how to be in my body so that I can meet my emotions so that I can then learn how to communicate and connect with humanity from that grounded heart-centered space. And then I get to hear what you have to say. I get to hear, right, what resonates for you, what the coalescence of your human self and your higher self has to say during these wild, 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 insane times on the planet. Welcome home to the Lindsay Martin Ellis Experience. This is your virtual sanctuary where we keep it light while going deep and ground spirituality into the reality of what it means to be human. We explore consciousness, evolution, alternative health, all things truth, taboo, and beyond. There are no boxes or rules here. Tune in each week where myself and raw and real guests will be sharing our lived experience through a multifaceted lens to support you no matter where you're at on your journey. This is a sacred space where spiritual principles and universal wisdom are accessible, simple, and digestible because all are welcome here. It is your birthright to remember the magic and miracle that you are. You ready to be inspired? Let's do this, love. Welcome back to the show, everyone. If I sound frustrated in this moment, it's because I am because I just recorded for 10 minutes only to realize that my microphone was not on. You would think after a year of doing these episodes that I've had, I'd have my shit together and know what the fuck I'm doing in the form of audio recording equipment and technology and all the things. But you know, the world is in a state of chaos yet again. I am internally in a state of chaos <laughs> yet again. And I'm actually in a very grounded place. So I kind of wanted to come on here and and share what's been going on. And I'm like really bummed because I was really loving where I was taking this conversation. But clearly there was a reason why I got to start over. <laughs> and <clears throat> what I wanted to touch on today is uh, the state of the world right now and the suffering and the heartache that's happening on the planet, but also the, mm, the pulling apart of like, it just seems like during these times when things are happening, like the separation just gets deeper and deeper and deeper and the fighting and the yeah, the needing to be right and the opening up of old wounds of, and also the lack of trust and the media and what people are saying. And oh my gosh, like the internet. It's a wild time to be alive because we have, you know, 7 billion plus people on the planet. Not everyone obviously has access to the internet, but a lot of them do, right? This is like, so it's a different kind of warfare that we're experiencing on the planet where people can just be in their pain so deeply and have access to their keyboards, keyboard warrior status, right? And just unleash onto people. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it with some of the leaders that I follow, some of the spiritual leaders, thought leaders, just the, the people that are 
extremely, in my opinion, informed and influential and reputable resources for me from a very embodied, grounded place. And I'm just seeing people rip them apart on the internet for speaking up. And so I wanted to talk about taking a stand today, using your voice, um, speaking your truth. But, but, but we can't really do that unless we're in our bodies and connected to our heart space. So I'm going to talk more about that in a bit. But if you've been listening to the podcast for the past few weeks, you know I, I've been, I'm actually recording this on the eclipse And um, the first eclipse. And I've been so emotional. And being pregnant while the collective is experiencing a mass influx of anger and rage and grief and sadness and everything kind of woven together into the fabric of that range of emotions my mama bear instincts and like the hormones and the protection like the primordial just like system within my beingness is just like I can feel all of it I cry I mean I can't even tell you how many times a day I cry like I cry having a conversation with my husband and then all of a sudden he says one thing and I just start bawling. He's been gone for now almost two weeks, which feels like an eternity when you're pregnant in a new area. (laughs) So I've really been with myself a lot and you know what I've been, what I've been really tapping into more and more and what I believe and what I've received from that purest part of me, my higher self is, you know, like the beauty and the pain really is part of this evolutionary dance of what it means to be a human. And, and it doesn't like, right. So it's so painful sometimes what we go through on a personal level and on a collective level, when we see innocent people suffering and dying at the expense, at the hands of other people who are inflicting this pain who are also obviously in their own suffering and you know it doesn't make it any easier but it's like I also know that this is what it means to evolve and I know I've shared this time and time again but it's like after World War II, like the United Nations was born new countries were born people came together there were things that as a global, you know, like it was like on at a global level, it was like, yeah, we're never doing that again. Right. Like I just, and, and it's, it's, it's what I feel. It's like every, what the human mind does is like when we're on this planet, we think it's the worst time to be alive on the planet. But like when when you actually look at history and you look at consciousness, like this is this is the safest time to be on the planet for many of us. Of course, there are many, 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 many places that um 
that it's not, that's not the case, but I'm talking like in, in the form of generalization, like in the form of consciousness, in the form of what we actually know and the information we're able to have at our fingertips, we, we are evolving, but yet we think that like this, that war, for example, war has been going on since the inception of time. And it doesn't mean that we condone it, right? It doesn't mean that it's okay. However, there's an, there's like an allowance that starts to come in and, and an acceptance of, okay, there's beauty and there's pain in what it means to exist as a human. Okay, like this is it. This is it. This is how we evolve. This is how the universe creates. And even though we don't understand it, even though it doesn't make sense, even though, I mean, the amount that I feel my heart aching for these innocent lives and actually my heart aches for the the perpetrators, for the people that are inflicting pain on others, because I just know how much they're in their suffering, you know? And I have compassion for really everyone. And I know that may be unfathomable for some of you, but it's really what I feel in my heart. And so I'm just being honest about that because I was actually sent a documentary the other day from a friend and she's like, I know you're not consuming, but I know you've been like struggling emotionally. I've been really calling on my support team, my midwife, my doula, like, Chad, I've, I've really been, and also sharing with people, sharing with all of you, like, I don't want to not pretend like I'm not hurting, (laughs) you know, but I also, there's a part of me that also feels like more expanded and more grounded and more grateful to be alive and more grateful to have a platform and more grateful to be creating this human and there, like, there's just so much gratitude and also there's a lot of emotions. And so my friend sent me this podcast the other day with Peter Crone. His, he's the mind architect. If you don't know who he is, he's a magical being. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll listen to it. And it was a really supportive episode. And he talked about the, I think the documentary is called Step Inside the Circle. I put it on my list to watch and it's this woman who goes into um, like different penitentiaries and she, I believe, again, I haven't seen it, but from what he was saying, kind of brings all of the worst of the worst in the form of, um, you know, people who are locked up in prison for some pretty heinous crimes. And she basically asks questions like about their childhood about about who their parents were and about what they received and what they didn't receive, right? Like, where did you grow up? Did you have a mother? Did you have a father? Was your mother in jail? Was your father in jail? Like, just things like that. And were you sexually abused? Whatever, whatever it was. Again, I haven't watched it, but I'm going to. But what he says is that, and so when somebody when she asks the question and when it's a yes, these people are stepping inside the circle and you start to see 
holy shit, these individuals did not have the role models, did not have the nurturing, did not have the tools and the support to foster an environment that allowed them to know themselves, that allowed them to love themselves. And this is why we have systems, right? This is why we have, there's consequences, right, to our actions. And so absolutely, you know, again, not condoning what people do when they're hurting as an act out of pain and fear, I believe, and suffering, brings a level of compassion of people are hurting so much and some people choose to do harm with that hurt or maybe they don't choose I don't know consciously or unconsciously who the fuck knows but what I do know is there's a level of compassion like I have compassion for the people on on all sides right now and That is not something that is a popular opinion, I would imagine. And it's what I feel. It's, I mean, I am more connected to my emotions. I'm more connected to my feelings. And there's, I just keep having this vision of these little children who didn't have their needs met and who grew up in some of the most heinous environments and unlovable environments. And, and, I just can't imagine. I had Michelle on the podcast last week and just the sexual abuse that she encountered and running away at the age of 11. Like, I can't imagine running away from home ever as a child, let alone at the age of 11. Holy crap, you know? And I think we're just so quick to judge I can't believe this person would act in this way. And right, we can see it on like a small scale. We can see it when somebody cuts us off. We can see it when somebody's in a bad mood. And it's so easy for us to be like, fuck that person. Um, how could they? I don't, I don't understand how they could act this way. But yet we have no idea where people come from. We have no idea what people are hiding. We have no idea the experiences that people have been through. And there's just very little communication about it. And then what happens is, is people, it just festers and festers and festers. And then it turns into, again, either acting out on self or other, right? Self-inflicting pain or inflicting pain on other people. And we obviously experience that on this planet in a multitude of ways. And I just know, I'm like, okay, Yes, there's things in my childhood. Yes, there's things in my teens, 20s. Like there's been things that have happened in my life. And I I see now why they needed to happen that way. And I understand like, ah, oh, okay, this is what I needed to this is what I I needed that pain. I needed that experience in order to have this understanding. And Yet, I really just, my heart hurts so much for people who never really had a chance. And it's interesting because in the Gene Keys 
my evolution sphere is, and I swear I'm so, I'm still so mad right now because I feel like I articulated this shit way fucking better the first time around, but maybe I'm meant to be really messy with this, but that's for another day. I, um, my evolution sphere is, and that's kind of like one of my greatest challenges. And it's kind of the theme that I keep moving back to. And actually my evolution sphere is moving from the shadow of weakness to, um, the, the divine essence, the city of tenderness and through the gift of equality. And so equality is, so I've heard Richard Rudd with the gene keys talk about this a lot. And so for me, this is a very divine mother, um, gene key. This is very much about the divine feminine, divine mother, tenderness, compassion, like mother Mary, Kuan Yin energy. And when he talks about equality, he's like, you know, we're we're not all born equal, but we are all born equal in, in the realm of consciousness, right? So our circumstances, of course, as we know, do not allow us, like we're not all born equal. There's, a, as, as I mentioned with Step Inside the Circle, right, there's a whole multitude of constructs that like shape us as tiny humans and where we're born and the families that we're born into and the circumstances and the political climates and the countries that we're born in and all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. And I, okay, where was I going out with this? So, but then I start to think about like, okay, there's Nelson Mandela, right? Who was incarcerated, incarcerated, but had this liberated state of mind and was able to write about it later. And I think about Anne Frank and I think about all of these Holocaust survivors and like, right, it's that equality in consciousness. It's, we're not victim of our life circumstances, right? Whatever we're presented with in the outside world there's still an opportunity to, of course, be with it all and feel the pain and feel the heartache of the experience. Yet there's an opportunity to really lean into the experience of what is this teaching me and why did I choose this? And I know, again, I'm like saying so many things that it's like, as I'm talking about truth, like I believe that I chose the family that I was born into. I believe that I chose my life experiences. And I know that's really hard for a lot of people when they've experienced a lot of heartache. And I would invite you to go back and to listen to the episode with Michelle Leeper, right? A lot of things in her childhood that were extremely gut-wrenching and extremely tumultuous and extremely abusive in a lot of ways. And yet she knows that she chose she chose to be born into that family. She chose those life experiences. She chose to move through that. And I think the Glennon Doyle quote is like, what is it? First the pain, then the rising. I think it's something like that. This is it. First the pain, then the rising. And then there's also the quote, the Yeshua quote from the Chosen series. And I, I can't remember if I butchered this too, but it's, I'll paraphrase 
bones will still break and hearts will still break, but the light will always overcome the darkness. And so I think what I'm getting at is I have learned to really be at peace with the beauty and the pain of what it means to be a human. I also know that I have a responsibility for choosing to be, for choosing this life and this body with this lineage, the families that I chose to be, the family that I chose to be born into, the country that I chose to be born into, the freedoms that I've been allotted, my ability to speak up for those who don't have that luxury, who don't have that privilege. And so there's a, it's quite the dichotomy. It really is quite the dichotomy because we see it and I've, and I, it's hard. Like it's hard when you evolve consciously because it, it really is this, this feeling inside of, I know that this is evolution. I know that this is happening for a reason. And as I was talking about the concentration camps in World War II, right? Like when that war ended, I've talked about this before, but the amount of beauty that was birthed from that horrific time is amazing. It's unfathomable for me to comprehend what it was like um, during that time. I, I just, I can't, I can't. And also it's, it's hard for me to fathom and comprehend. I have, you know, a, a friend from high school that's over in Israel right now. And I just, I'm like, gosh, I can't even imagine like as I'm growing this tiny human I can't imagine being in a place where I don't feel safe to be myself to walk outside to just have the the freedom to speak up and to share what's on my heart and I feel like I'm even like I'm kind of feel like I'm fumbling through this but it just feels important because I do think that a lot of times during, again, like the, this, when people share from a spiritual level, people, it's, it's hard for people to understand. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? This is what we're, we choose, or what do you mean? This is part of what it means to be a human, but we can see it historically time and time and time again. Like this is how the universe creates and um, so I, I feel like there's a level of responsibility for me to continue to speak up and to do my part because even though it doesn't feel safe in my body always to speak up, like even though there's fears that come up and I get knocked off kilter, I'm like, okay, it's, this is, this is it. And, and we know it's because I'm seeing it with, again, some of the beautiful beings that I follow on social media who I believe are reputable in terms of information and very grounded and, and very embodied. And I love what they shared, like just resonates. 
the people that are tearing them apart right now on the internet, right? So we have like nearly 8 billion people on the planet. Not all of us have access to the internet, but many, 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 the majority I would say do. And so now people are in their pain and they're acting out and they're being really mean and hurtful and like this is it's like a this is a type of warfare as well like canceling people and shunning people and telling people they're not allowed to have these beliefs and they're not allowed to share and just the amount of separation and division and arguing that continues to happen during these upheavals and I get it because it's scary it's painful it brings up a lot of wounding like I think about you know my dad was born in 1948 and I'm like, man, and my dad actually grew up overseas. He was born in Portugal, grew up in Germany. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, and then he came back to the States because um, he was part of a, a military family. And like, I just, I can't, right, like think about the consciousness of people. Like there are, there are people who lived during that horrific time of World War II. Like, I just think about all of these wars. I think about Vietnam and I just, I'm like, man, people are hurting. People, it's like encoded in their DNA and their cellular structure, like the the suffering and what that leads to and how it leads to scarcity and how it leads to wanting to protect and how it leads to coping and how it leads to isolation and um, wanting to shut down. It's just, it's kind of wild. I feel like I'm all over the place, but I, th- these are just the thoughts that go through my head. Like there's a part of me that is hurting so deeply, the human part of me that is like, oh my gosh. And I'm so motherfucking hormonal and so emotional. And I just, there's that, like I said, there's this like fierce mama, bo- mama mode part of me who's like, oh my gosh, this is like, it's just hurts. It hurts. It's the only way to describe it. It hurts. And then there's the part of me that's like, but I know that this is for a reason. I know that this is ultimately going to bring humanity together. I know that this is going to allow people to rise and to speak up and to share and for people to learn to be in their bodies and to learn to meet their emotions and to learn to be in relationship and have conversation and have a seat at the table. So I'm, I feel, and then I'm like, okay, but those parts of me are actually not separate. The human part of me and the part of me that knows, like, right, the part of me that knows what is really happening here. And so I'm no longer separating those parts of me. It's like, yes, I am a whole human And I believe that's what allows us to have compassion and allows us to be an acceptance of other people and also allows us to rise and allows us to share and allows us to use our platforms to speak up and to do our best. And so I don't know if I'm making any sense, but you know, this is what the podcast is for. Um, I've just been really fascinated by learning about history, the history of this planet, and also generationally why we act the way that we do, why we show up the way that we do. Um, 
and also yeah it's just I'm just fascinated by like I love documentaries about seeing influential people and what they went through and their childhood and what they overcame and it's like it's always the same like this is why when I interview people on the podcast it's the same but different it's like we all have the same shit that we go through the same pain the same fears the same things to overcome. It's not the same experience, but it's the same resonance. It's the same feeling, a feeling of abandonment, a feeling of loss, a feeling of grief, a feeling of rage, a feeling of frustration, a feeling of what, like, right, we all know what that's like. And so what I feel really passionate about is, well, for one, really being an accepting acceptance of because every moment is so different for me right now like the amount the how much I need to actually I'm being asked to be present right now with what is because when I tell you an emotion comes out of nowhere an emotion comes out of nowhere and it's kind of like I just gotta drop what I'm doing and honor myself in that moment and This is, I've been helping my clients, actually one in particular, it's really funny. All of a sudden I was, what was I doing? Was I going to share? Oh, I went to share my computer sound because I was taking her through a practice and I accidentally hit record. And if you want, I think I'll put it in the show notes, but I might just have you email me, lindsay at lindsaymartinellis.com. If you want it, it was like a 20 minute practice of helping her, but I want to, I'm like, oh, there's a reason why this work got recorded. I feel like I'm supposed to share it with more people right now. Helping her root and ground and anchor in her body so that she could then feel and be connected with her emotions and her heart space so that then she could self-express from that place. And this is what I do. Like what's happening is with the keyboard warfare that we're seeing, for example, on the internet is like people are totally disembodied. People are totally stuffing down their emotions, I would say on a collective level. And then they're, they're actually, which is okay. I'm like, again, unpopular opinion. So they're actually inflicting pain on another through their words. Like, so just hear me out for a second. So And again, no judgment. We've all done it. This is where it's like, I know there's a part in my consciousness that is a perpetrator, that is a tyrant, that is a control freak that has inflicted pain on other when I've been operating from a wound, when I haven't been in my body, when I have not been connected to my heart. This is what makes it easier for me to have compassion for the people that act out, right? So again, I'm not condoning anything. And of course, there's some really fucked up shit that happens on the planet, that is mind boggling and unfathomable for me to even like, I can't even think about it because again, (laughs) this motherhood mode (laughs) is real and it really just makes me want to cry. And so there's that part of me that's like, okay, but I know that when I am, there's been many, many times and there will likely continue to be times where I act out from a wound where I'm not acting from love, I'm acting from a wound. I'm acting from a cry out for love, not from love itself. And that 
has changed everything for me because when we have, for example, I'm just using an example when, I mean, you could literally see a post on what's happening over in Israel right now and just look at the comments, just spend like five minutes looking at the comments and just the insanity, the pure insanity that's happening with people. And so my invitation is, (laughs) right, like, so how, how is that different? Right? So we're in our pain. We're not connected to our body. Right? We're disassociating. We're stuffing things down. And then all of a sudden we say something really mean on the internet to someone else. How is that helpful? How is that loving? How is that compassionate? How is that supportive? How is that not operating from the same level of consciousness as some as the people that are inflicting pain overseas right now? It's not. It's just a varying degree. But yet what the human mind wants to do is be like, oh, well, I'm not that bad, therefore, or like I'm not killing people, therefore, I'm a good person. (laughs) And I laugh because it's like, we're all hurting. We all do this. It's just, there's a spectrum. And until we as humanity really start to look at ourselves and recognize that we are not separate from any of this bullshit and crazy ass just experiences and fiascos happening on the planet, that we are a part of that. We are not separate from that. We are a part of the issue and we are a part of the solution. That is what excites me. And so this is the dance that I've been playing in. Like, how do I freaking fracking articulate this? Like, how do I get people to hear me out? And not everybody's going to be ready. And I'm probably going to get pushback on this. And I'm probably going to get a lot of people that resonate. And again, like I'm fumbling my way through this too, because it's really challenging, especially like I said, as I've been pregnant, it's really challenging to be like, what in the actual fuck is happening on the planet? Like I'm bringing a child into this world. Are we done yet? Like the time is now. Can we stop? Like we're done. And then there's the part of me that's like, no, until we all stop being at war with ourselves and start really looking at and illuminating the wounds and the shadows, we are, it's never going to change. It's never going to change. And of course, with the internet and with propaganda and with the media and politics and all of the other bullshit, it makes it even harder because it's an us against them, right? It's a pitting against each other. It's all again by design you're wrong. I'm right. You don't know what you're talking about. This isn't true. This is true. This is conspiracy theory. Like this is, this is it. And so when we have these huge eruptions of these emotional, horrific experiences that happen in our world that really bring us back to this place it, it right what does it do it rattles our nervous system it freaking bumps up against all of the shit that we don't want to look at 
and then we project it out onto everybody else and pretend like we're freaking got it all figured out and we're, you know, just an ascended master here on earth. (laughs) We're saints, which is not true. So, you know, this is the work. So, like I said, email me, Lindsay at lindsaymartinellis.com. It's like 18 minutes of a practice. I can't, I would put it in the podcast, but there's music in the background that I don't have the rights to. So I'm not allowed. That's the only reason why. But, and I want to show you what I do because this is what I teach people. Like if you are not in your body, you cannot have access to your heart center and you cannot communicate and operate from a place of integrity and from that purest 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 part of you it's just impossible so this is also like for example if you're a people pleaser or if you just say like right now this is the time to speak up this is the time to again like I don't know if you're gonna resonate with this or not I don't know if you're gonna believe me I don't you might be like Lindsay you're fucking crazy these people are insane how can you have compassion for them And that's okay, but this is my truth. This is what I'm experiencing. And this is what I feel passionate about right now in sharing. And the reason why I have the capability of doing that is because I do this every single day. I'm in my body. I'm literally moving energy in the body and I'm feeling all of it. I'm feeling every excruciating moment, whether it's from the collective or whether it's through my own shit. (laughs) This baby's been helping me clear a lot of karma. So (laughs) I've been moving through a lot. And so then I can be like, yeah, okay. I don't know if this is going to make sense to people. I don't know if they're going to buy it, but it feels resonant for me and it feels important to share. So I'm going to share it because there's going to be somebody that's going to glean something. And the invitation is, right, I don't actually want you to have the same beliefs as me. I want you to be like, oh, yeah, okay, Lindsay, send me that recording because I want to learn how to be in my body so that I can meet my emotions so that I can then learn how to communicate and connect with humanity from that grounded, heart-centered space. And then I get to hear what you have to say. I get to hear, right, what resonates for you, what the coalescence of your human self and your higher self has to say during these wild, 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 insane times on the planet, right? This is how it works. And so there's that part of me that's like, oh yeah, okay. If people don't like it, that's okay because I'm actually not doing it for you to like it. <laughs> I'm doing it to awaken the part of you that's like, okay, what is what gets to be activated in me so that I can share, so that I can embody this beautiful consciousness, this beautiful frequency that's asking to be revealed. And, you know, the the practice, so it's kind of cut off in in the practice because, again, I wasn't planning on actually sharing this. So I kind of basically, when I started the practice, I didn't want my client's voice to be in there just out of respect for privacy. So it's just this the part where I start talking about what I want to take her through and then I take her through the embodiment practice with music and then there's a kind of like grounding meditation at the end. And, um, and I didn't know that I was going to take her through that. This is the beauty of the co-created like mentorship. So 
I, she, you know, I knew what she's been moving through over the last few weeks. There's been a deep fear of using her voice and being seen in self-expression. And I obviously moved through that a lot myself. And so I took her through a practice of, okay, this is what I do. Like, I can't, if I'm not in my body, it's not going to work. And I, and I, and I get to feel my feelings once I'm in my body so that I can be connected to my heart and then I can speak from that place. So a lot of us, especially as women, right? Like right now, for example, um, if I wasn't in my body right now, if I was disconnected and I wasn't actually like anchoring in truly rooting and anchoring, connecting with nature, moving this energy, if I wasn't doing that, I would just be in my heart. And what happens when we do that is this is where like we get walked all over. This is where we're just crying, right? We're just like, I don't know what to do. The world is going crazy. Like there's, it's just a melting and there's, there's no, like, it's like you, there's no backbone. So it's like, imagine you not having a spine because you're not rooted, right? And so the way that I look at it is it's like, okay, when you're rooted and when you're in your heart, it's the beautiful dance between the masculine and the feminine. I There's this feeling of like fierce compassion. <laughs> I'm using that as an example. Um, like strength and softness. So do you see this is it? It's like, it's all of it. It's all of it. And I also want to share, so... I did this the other day, uh, again, had a big cry fest in the bath. That's like where I just because I'm in water and I can just cry. And a lot of guilt was coming up, actually. And there was this guilt that was coming up around me feeling like I'm letting my husband down feeling in terms of like, oh, I'm not contributing. Like there's a very deep masculine wound. I don't know what it is. There's something where I'm like, I need to contribute to the household. I need to make money. I need to serve. And I really had this guilt of, oh my gosh, who, it's almost like, who am I without my business? Like I really had to, learn to be unattached to bringing income in or bringing a certain amount of income in or whatever my business looked like. Like I just, there was so much guilt that I had and fear and Chad actually called me right after I got out of the bath. I mean, I was sobbing and he called, actually, no, he called me. Was I in? I don't even remember. I think I was just finished my process. And then he called me and I answered it when I was in the bath and I, and then I started crying to him again. And his response was so beautiful. You know what he said to me, Lindsay, what he said to me, Lindsay, what he said to me, he's like, Lindsay, whatever you feel called to do during this time in the form of your work, he's like, just treat it as a bonus. Just treat it as a surplus. Just treat it as a get to, not a have to. Just treat it as you love your acupuncture and you love trying new things and you love doing all these exploratory things and let that just be a fun thing for you and not feel pressure. And I felt this huge weight lifted off of my shoulders. It was like, oh my gosh, I just needed to voice it 
And the reason why I was able to voice it is because I was in my body and I was connected to my heart and I was just being myself, like I just presencing the guilt and articulating it in a really messy way and letting my mask, the, the divine masculine hold me and to just be like, and what's actually funny is I, <laughs> I was also like, what's wrong with me? I'm crying all the time. He's like, yeah, Lindsay, you're pregnant. You're human. He's like, sounds pretty standard to me. Like he really just let me feel not crazy for what I was experiencing. Like he was just like, Lindsay, are you kidding me? Look at what you're creating. Look at what we're going through. Look at all the change, of course, like, and your hormones and what's happening on the planet. And he's just like, yeah, of course. (laughs) I just needed to have somebody say like, you're not crazy. This is okay. This is more than okay. And then to just be able to presence like, I am feeling this deep desire to slow down more, to be more present, to not feel like I I have to do anything to really be in the sacredness of what is it that I want to do? How do I want to feel? What do I want to experience? Do I want to work? Do I want to play? Do I want to go cook a new meal? Like I've been wanting to try recipes and I've been going to all these fun different events in town. Like people have just been asking me, do you want to go do this? And I'm like, yes. And I feel that I just want to be in the experience of life. And there was this deep elephant in the room of like, because my work is changing, like how I'm working, how I'm showing up my hours. And I feel like it's all preparing me for motherhood because I mean, I can't be on coaching calls with a newborn who who the heck knows when the newborn's going to be sleeping. And like, obviously, I want to take that time for myself, which is they call it the um, the 40 day lying in period. And it's it's like culturally for many, many generations. This is what a lot of women do postpartum. Right. It's like not working. I've even thought about it. I'm like. I was going to probably try to have all my podcast episodes launch in advance. And there's a part of me that's like, no, I'm going to take a break. By then, it'll be a full year and a half of podcast episodes. And I get to take a couple month break to be with my baby and to not feel like I have to like have everything wrapped up with a bow with all my loose ends. And to just be like, yep, new season coming after baby's here. And I do, I can feel this part of me that like is resisting it. And then the part of me that just knows that presence is so powerful right now. And, um, and so those are kind of some of the things, right? Like, this is how we take a stand. This is how we share our truth This is how we self express during these volatile times. Again, I don't know if this is going to resonate. I don't know if this is going to make sense. I'm still in the middle of it. I still haven't had it all figured out. I don't know if I ever will, but this is kind of the place that I'm operating from is there's a level of, there's a part of my consciousness that is so loving and compassionate. And there's also a part of my my consciousness that is mean, (laughs) mean to myself, can be mean to others. And again, I maybe don't tap into that as often, much fewer and far between. Um, But it still exists within me. And, you know, to just, I just really feel like, okay, the, a lot of these people just, 
they don't know what they don't know. And they're just wounded children running around thinking that they know what's best and thinking that they're doing what's in integrity with them. And this is why I feel like so passionate about the new children coming to this planet during this time and just the rewriting of my lineage and just how I'm going to do things differently again, like not from a place of judgment, knowing my parents did the best that they could and their parents did the best that they could and their parents did the best that they could. And it's just like, yeah, I know there's so much I know about my family and their, and you know, my parents and their parents. And I, I actually ask questions. I've been asking so many questions. Like I ask questions I've asked for home videos I've been watching myself as a toddler, as a child. I've been asking my parents how I was as a child. I've been asking about how their births were, for example. Like, do you know what the, like I asked my mom, I asked my dad, what was the experience like when I was born? How was it when my sister was born? Do you know anything about your birth? And, you know, like what was going on with your parents? Asking Chad, like just getting curious about divorce and whatever, like all of the things that war, all the things that we do to cope with the world and all of it. And it's, it's very interesting to me to just hear about relationship and like the families that we're born into and what we experience. And it, it does, it gives me a level of compassion for my family and their family and their family and their family and in terms of generations of like, man, that had to have been so damn hard and just how people are doing the best they can at their level of consciousness. And so it really gives me a perspective of like, okay, here's where I came from. Here's where my family came from and here's how I get to do things differently. And I do, I feel so at peace with that. And it really brings me closer to my family. Um, and I love that it gets them curious. Like I'm I'm also looking up all the astrology of my family right now. And I'm like, can you send me your birth certificates? And I just, I'm having fun. Like they don't need to know. They're not going to ask questions about it. They're like, oh, what are you up to, Lindsay? Lindsay's up to something again. And I just, I'm learning about my nephew. I just, I love, especially as we're in this eclipse portal right now, like I just love looking at, the transits and just being like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. And it's so fascinating to me. It's so, so, so fascinating to me. And yeah, so I don't know what this episode was really about. (laughs) Um, Other than I just wanted to address what's happening in the world and how I go about life and how I move through life. And again, not to condone, not to discredit and And not to um, be indifferent about what's going on in the world. I think a lot of times that's what the bypassing, the spiritual bypassing is like the indifference of like, yeah, this is part of it. It's like, yeah, but we actually still can be a part of the solution and and we've got to feel it. And I do feel like I've been grieving a lot of what humanity has been going through and also my own death and rebirth process of this motherhood portal that I'm in. Um. But, you know, this is, this is it. Like, this is what I, this is it. I feel like this is what it means to be a a human who is understanding evolution and consciousness and, um, 
And like I said, not everybody's going to be ready for this. Not everybody's going to want to hear it. Um, And I think it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder when we're like directly impacted or connected to whatever's happening in that experience. Um, But I do, I do believe that there is a higher purpose for it all. And um, it really is what helps keep me in love and not in fear, even though, trust me, there's a zillion times a day where I go into fear mode, especially I'm like, oh my gosh, labor. Oh my gosh, this, oh my gosh, bringing a human into this world, like bringing a child into this world during the, it's like the mind goes wild. And this is why we get to be in our bodies. So just remember with my emotional alchemy method, we allow so that we can then form a level of acceptance which then allows the emotion to alchemize. And that happens on a cellular level in the body, which then allows us to operate from a completely different approach in life. Like I said, being more accepting of others, more compassion, not being triggered at all, if not so easily, being respectful, knowing when to speak and when to listen, All of that. It's so, 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 so powerful. It's such powerful work. So I feel really passionate about that. And again, I really just teach what I do. (laughs) I teach what I do. And I'm, trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm going through my practices a lot each day. I'm like ramping up because there's a lot of things pulling me from my center right now. And I know it's all by design and I know it's, it's giving me a deepening of it's giving me a deepening of this gnosis inside of me and the wisdom that resides within me and how I I know I get to show up for other people. It's like, this is what I get to teach people. And I get to teach people in a way that doesn't take them as long. And that's a lot gentler and a lot simpler because I mean, this shit, the shit that I'm teaching people, I freaking just figured it out on my own. <laughs> of course, I've had mentors along the way, but it's really just because I've been in pain and I've been hurting and I've been, I'm like, I don't want to feel this way anymore. And then I'm like, okay, what do I like? And I just start listening and I'm like, okay, what, what is this feeling? Like, what is that? Okay. I'm going to go deeper in there. Oh, what is that illuminating? Oh, that doesn't feel good. And just being with it, really just being with it. So I hope that this lands. I hope that this makes sense. And if it doesn't, that's okay because it doesn't have to. But inside of you, I know that it's activating a part of you that um, that gets to be activated in order for us to continue to grow together and link arms together and to, to really support each other. And my prayer for you, if you're listening, is is right. Like I do want to learn from you. I know that you have messages. I know that you have insights. I know that there's something that right? We're all a piece of the puzzle of this fabric of creation. And we all have a gift. We all have something to say. We all have something that matters. We all have something to contribute. And that is really where my passions lie is like, okay, let's get us in our bodies, feeling our shit so that we can actually show up for one another and be a part of the solution instead of just feeling hopeless and feeling like, okay, what the fuck I'm throwing in the towel waving my white flag. All right. Reach out, email me, 
I'll put it in the show notes if you want the practice, because again, transformation doesn't just come from information. It comes from being it, baby. It comes from doing it. It comes from practicing. (laughs) So if you want to play with me, reach out. All right. I love you. Thank you for your presence and tuning in today. I believe in the power of reciprocity. So if you found value from this episode, I invite you to share the love. There are endless ways to do so, including leaving a rating and written review on Apple, forwarding the episode link to a loved one, reaching out to me on social media to say hi at Lindsay Martin Ellis, or sending me a love note via email at lindsay at lindsaymartinellis.com. I so appreciate you and your support. It's truly what keeps me going. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Lindsay Martin Ellis Experience. Much love.